0: Simple thing first off, welcome to Bloodstock. Have you been all weekend?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. From Thursday, yeah.
0: yeah. Have you been enjoying
1: yourself? Oh, totally, always do. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, how many Bloodstocks have you been to?
1: First one was 2011. Oh. I've kind of been intermittently, I'd probably say eight or seven or eight. I'd say you've done, you've done your time basically. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I love it here. You know, And how you feeling? Very warm yeah. <laughs> and very uh, sweaty at this point. After yeah. the, we, we've just played about maybe an hour ago, so just trying, starting to chill out again, you know. The adrenaline's beginning to wear off. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it's good. You know,
0: feeling great. How was it? That's the obvious question, oh. isn't it?
1: Honestly, amazing. The crowd response was amazing. Just, it felt, it felt like what we were waiting for for 10 years to finally get here and play. It just felt amazing.
0: It's incredible that it's taken that long, really, considering your name and reputation on the scene is one of respect and beloved. Um, when Bloodstock contacted you and said, "Hey, you want to do this," talk me through that. What was the? What, how did it go? What did it feel like?
1: Uh, well, I think I leapt through the ceiling <laughs> when I read the email. Uh, it's just we stopped doing metal to the masses probably yeah. in about 2017 when we got signed. I thought, well, you're not supposed to be signed, yeah. so. Um, We've been applying every year and then you don't really kind of hear anything back, don't hear anything back and then all of a sudden just got this email out of the blue and it was just ecstatic thinking oh my god we're finally going to get this opportunity you know and I don't begrudge them because there's so many great bands around here you know there's so many bands that deserve the slot Of course. so you know
0: but you feel like you belong
1: oh totally absolutely yeah. you know I've, I've been a metalhead for 20 years uh, Love this kind of vibe. It's probably the closest to the European festival vibe, uh, as opposed to say Downloader and yeah, a bit course. more middle of the road, you know. I just love it here, you know.
0: What do you make of the growing diversification of the festival? Is that something you're quite into? You're enjoying seeing? So you get the likes of Knock Loose, for example, who just played as well, and so on, and things like that. Are you comfortable
1: with that? Comfortable, yes. I think that it's a bit of a double edged sword yeah. because. Ultimately, when you start to kind of diversify, you tend to alienate the core crowd, ironically. Yes. Um, But again, I'm I'm open to it. The reason why I used to go to Hellfest is because there was such diversity in there. I can't just listen to death metal constantly, even though I'm a death metal fan primarily. I like me punk. I like me black metal. I like, I want to hear a selection of everything because that lifts the bands up if it's different. You know, I can't say I'm a metalcore fan personally. Of course. Apart from Killswitch Engage, were fantastic uh, last night, you know. But I think they have a crossover appeal, as opposed to a lot of the bands, which are kind of like Not Loose, for example, are very much in that call crowd kind of thing. I don't know. It's it's a tough one to answer because I support it in the same way. I'm like, maybe it's not for me. We don't necessarily want to become Download Part
0: 2, basically, oh, course, yeah. that kind of thing. But also, I mean, hopefully as you get older and as you, your music tastes change and evolve and influences on the band, that, that's going to have an effect as well on how you perceive music. Do you think, to this point, um, your personal taste has
1: influenced your sound? Oh, 100%, 100%. The band in itself is my project, of in course. truth. So, um, when I formed it, I had a strict idea that I wanted it to be old school death metal, yeah. I wanted it to be punk. But as I started to get new musicians in who had like other avenues, like drummers from a Northern band yeah. in the 80s and our bass player is a progressive bass player. So we had a bit more technicality, we challenged ourselves, we pushed ourselves to do something a bit different, get those kind of catchy hook-laden choruses while also having the blast beat sections and a little bit of the DB, which is where my background, I'm of a punk at heart, so the energy is the most important thing. I have any of it. It's as long as you have the energy. I don't really mind whether we're doing this or that. I don't think we'll go quite into the hardcore kind of side yeah. of things, but the crust and the thrash and the
0: crossover and stuff. That do you, you, know. do you still find yourself experimenting quite with what, what might happen in the future? Do you find yourself self doing stuff and going, okay, that may not be the right thing for the the vision?
1: To an extent, we've. We've always struggled with slow riffs, and obviously the dynamic range that a lot of bands use for the kind of slow to fast, like suicidal tendencies, are great. Yeah. Uh, I've always struggled with it because the adrenaline kicks in, you want to s- play it fast. Um, but I've been experimenting with slow riffs, maybe getting all the bloodbath kind of style stuff into there and diversify ourselves. So yep. there is a bit more dynamic range. We don't want to make the same album over and over and over again.
0: So is it fair to say? we can have a rough idea what you will do in the future but all bets are off if you do want to do a few little different things we should we should we shouldn't be surprised
1: oh absolutely Uh, i the first album was very much punk and death the second album was punk thrash and death and with a little bit of black metal in there next one again we're experimenting and challenging ourselves and doing something different maybe pushing the technicality while also getting the simplicity maybe doing a black thrash song like devastator kind of thing we, we haven't really got a set idea of this is what we're going to do. We've evolved and I yeah. think that's a good thing, you know, you, you get the chemistry as a band and build from it, you know.
0: Well, what does the future look like for right now? I mean, this isn't the pinnacle, this is a nice step on the path it and is. it's a, a great moment, but hopefully we carry on, you carry on. The goal is to come back here and play a bigger stage. Oh, we'd so love to. What's going on right now?
1: We've got a few festivals lined up for the rest of the year. We're, uh, we're working on a short European tour in about spring next year nothing set in stone as of yet but um, beyond that next album getting that worked out we've got the songs written we're just kind of cherry-picking the songs that we want to to do like kind of honing it down the way we write is we'll get a backing track we'll rehearse it and rehearse it and rehearse it until it feels natural and that's the process the longest process really so that's the future as of yet you know we're just playing it by ear Seeing what offers we can get and get that next album out. And
0: carrying on basically That's exactly. the most important thing. Um did you guys suffer coming out of COVID? Like during the COVID period, obviously everything shuts down, nobody could do anything. Do you did you was there anything you were able to take advantage of or did you kind of wonder if you'd be able to carry on because of it?
1: It was a bit of a again, a double-edged sword really, yeah, yeah. because I think at the time when COVID started, I really needed a break. Oh, right. We, we'd had a lot of momentum, a lot. We were touring quite a lot. I mean, I say a lot, you know, we were doing a lot of like, maybe once a month, we were kind of going somewhere. We did an American tour. We did uh, Croatia, Finland, we started doing a lot of the kind of European stuff and it was just exhausting, both financially and mentally, you know? So at the point when we finally got to this lockdown, I was like, finally, yeah. I can have some time to breathe, time to get used to it and just move on from it, then it got to a certain point where I started to miss it and then I, I looked I looked at it as a positive thing because I started write, uh, to write a lot of new material, was inspired more because I wasn't feeling stressed about the next gig and then having to focus on what songs of the early material we were going to do with that gig so we could start to work on these new ones and now, I feel like the momentum we had beforehand was yeah. it was ruined and we struggled to get back into it. We lost our singer as well yeah, during, the, during Covid. So he just kind of decided he wanted to go in a different direction, which, which is a shame. Um, but we came out of Covid a weaker band, but we're building it back up again. Yeah, that's the most important thing. You feel like you have that momentum behind you right now. Exactly. This, along with the Possessed gig we did last week, we're playing in Malta in a couple of months, and we're playing in Italy in a few months as well, and Beyond the Grave in London, which yeah. we're trying to build that back up, get the,
0: you know... Get the name out there, get people exactly. talking again, Exactly. Exactly. the hardest part. Do you think you've got a good handle on the modern expectations of being in a band, you know what I mean, like social media, and getting on there and pushing yourself, do you think you can do that?
1: Well? I've got to admit, I'm an old school guy, I'm very much like a MySpace generation kind of thing, where you just kind of put it on there and people would find it. That's it, I hope, yeah. But that's not how it works nowadays. You have to really kind of push it. And I I don't know if I'm good at that. However, since we started working with Unearthed, they have been kind of inspiring us to push in that direction. And obviously they have the expertise on that and they know what they're doing and they've really helped us kind of elevate us, especially to get this gig and all this. So um, I think we're gonna try and move on with the times and, and get a bit better, you know, that's what we need to do really. Find a way to like it. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a necessary evil. It is a necessary evil nowadays. I mean, having an image and the songs and a CD isn't enough anymore. Fortunately, yeah. It really isn't enough. It's Facebook followers, it's... Likes. Yeah, it's likes. It's surreal how much that has changed since I started doing gigs and all as you know. And I've, I'm a, I'm a victim of myself. I've been, as a promoter, looking at bands and thinking, Oh, well, they've only got 500 likes. Oh, well, you know. But they could be 500
0: organic likes who will actually come to the gig yeah you know it's you know you, you do what you can do uh no one will ever blame you for struggling with it because everybody does and even if you learn it now in three months time the algorithm will change and you have to start it all again percent. Oh, well I'll bring about the something you just talked about a uh, promoter that's also what you do so talk to me about a little bit about that and specifically a festival well yeah i uh, i run
1: funeral fest up in cumbria uh last year was probably our biggest one yet. We had a two-day festival with um, Discharge and Raging Speed on headlining. Yep. It went phenomenally. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenally. Especially for Barrow. Barrow and Furnace is kind of the arsehole of uh, Cumbria. <laughs> and it's tough to bring people there, but the fact that people came and supported, not just local, I think we found more people had come from afar than there were locals. Incredible. And not only that, but the headliners were just part of it. We had a lot of the great underground bands like Devastator, yeah. Separation, we had Basement Torture, Killings, you know, I could name every band on that bill. It and was, they an was incredible worthy... lineup, yes. It was, you know, I've always loved the underground scene. I've been booking underground bands, like probably, I think the first time I booked one of these gigs was in 2012. Insurgency, Bloodyard, Repulsive Vision, and you think, where are all these bands now? Yeah. You know, Bloodyard was on Sophie Lancaster. <laughs> Insurgency, well, the Insurgency guitarist is in Witch Hazel. Yeah. So, I love seeing these bands 10 years on and seeing them actually going and doing shit. It, it's exciting and it gives me the motivation to keep going.
0: That's why I do it. You're still trying to pull people up? Oh, absolutely. Um, next year? going to happen? Watch so, this space? Watch this space. We'll, Let's, we'll see what happens. Say no more. Uh, you stayed around for the rest of the weekend, yeah? Oh, absolutely. Who, yeah. Who, who, who else are you looking forward to seeing?
1: Oh, I want to see Celtic
0: Frost, well, yep. Yep. Um
1: Obviously Megadeth. I'm quite enjoying uh, KK's K- Priest as well, I'm looking forward to seeing okay. that cause I love Timber Bruins and all that, it's going to be exciting. i probably prefer that to Halloween really. Well, I was got to say, it's a nice spot then, right? Yeah, oh, totally, totally. Yeah. I, my favourite bands of the weekend was Mass and they played like yeah, yesterday. They were so incredible. Oh, massive, massive fan. So any chance I can get to see them is a better day, you know. So beyond that, Killswitch and Gage were great. Yeah. Uh, Sacred Ryko, one of my favorite bands as well, they were fantastic.
0: creeper were great. Yeah? Yeah. So you've basically been having a damn good weekend? Oh, always do, and always you got, do. And you got to play, and you got to play, which you which, which yeah. is a
1: chance in a lifetime. It's one of those things that not many bands get the opportunity to do, and we are massively appreciative to be asked. You know, it's We never really uh, did very well in Metal to the masses and the competition element. We've always been a bit of a black sheep in uh, our scene because it was more of a hardcore scene Right. so we always struggled, we never even got to the final so to get an email from Simon to offer us the slot validation for all your work it's just it's emotional for someone like myself who's been doing this for so long, I love the festival I love the scene and I love what I do I love the music and I want to do as much as I can and this was a
0: massive bucket list once across all and where to go from here? We know where to go. Next stage. Next stage, and you will have earned it. Validation, deserved. Congratulations on doing it. Really pleased for you, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you very much, and you too.